Yeah, Brandon Staley is a fucking idiot. That guy should have been fired today for sure on Black Monday, and I cannot fucking believe that guy still has a job. If he didn't I call the Joe Judge, just Joe Judge is another. I'm like, just hold on though. I'm saying, look, if the fucking if the fucking Chargers don't call that timeout, it's a tie game. It's a fucking tie game. And then the Steelers don't make the, it. Was going to be a tie game yesterday, David. Like the Raiders completely gave up and were running the ball. It was tied. They were going to tie it until the Chargers were like. Here you go. It was going to be a tie. You missed a doozy. We both missed a doozy. But, uh... Well, fuck. I was busy playing Diablo. Not I'm gonna lie to the audience. I was. I was. I was still trying to finish that fucking puzzle with my wife. I was a little football man by the end of the first half. Yesterday was absolutely just emotionally exhausting. It was. If, if that's any, why I couldn't watch the second half. I was just like, ah, just, it's probably good, but I just, I can't. Man, if anybody fucking watched that game and had money on those games and had money on it yesterday in the first, mo- oh, fuck. How about Indianapolis, everybody? Cheers. Fuck. I know someone who had money at Jacksonville. No way! What? My roommate saw this like stat of like that like he kept losing in Jacksonville for the last few years, bunch of years, and he put money on Jacksonville and won it. But then he lost it later because he also put money on like, the cards to win and a couple others that like didn't pan out. So he, he like broke even for the day, I think. Harold. Yeah, Harold had a great time like getting the Jacksonville one right, and I think one other like still one. Okay, he also I think. Uh, they had the Steelers to beat the Ravens, even though he's a Ravens fan. He felt like they were going to win his last regular season game. And uh, Look, also, I'm going to put this out there. Harold, I think we need to have you on as a celebrity prognosticator for next yeah, season. Right. Yeah, we'll just throw him like four picks every week, and it'll be like you and me versus your fucking random ass roommate. Well, he's actually moving out in the end of the month, but you know. Well, f- he's always going to be forever in our hearts, really. Harold, yeah, yeah, right? Harold convinced you not to go with Sam Darnold yesterday. So, I mean... You're seeing pan out, actually, by the way, I'm pretty sure. Okay, good. Fuck you, Harold. <laughs> I never recommended you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well... Well, I'm better with Sam Darnold than fucking... Uh... I honestly with Case Keenum, whatever. How could you how could you forget the legend that is Case Keenum? Uh, easily. You're a f- wow, you're a fair fair weather fucking football fan. It's unbelievable. I so I thought you'd be like the VP of his fan club by now or something. He did very little for me in my championship round, but alas, despite Case Keenum being uh, mediocre German quarterback. I am victorious and won the $300 first prize. Hold the crowd back, everybody. Molly, let him keep him out of here. Jesus. Fucking crowd's going wild for David Silverberg. Congratulations, David Silverfuck. Someone's got to win a championship game in this goddamn podcast. Good Lord. Yes. I mean, if it's any consolation, I scored the most points this week again. (laughs) My team just keeps going off with nothing left to play for. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Are Are we ready to go? We're ready to go. Do we hear anything from Deborah Brooke? Recently? Yeah. 
about our show specifically. Specifically. I mean, we uh, did no. we did put them on blast. No, I, no, we did not. I did not hear anything about our show specifically. I Excellent. have heard from them recently. Good. They're both uh, not doing great right now, to be frank. Uh, Deb just lost her dog of 14 years. No. Maddie's uh, dog just got a bad medical report. So our wow. some of our good friends of the show, their dogs are have either passed away to the across the Rainbow Bridge or are you know not doing great right now. And so our hearts go out to them. That is too bad. I hope they are legitimately feeling better. That is frustrating. I like yeah. them both. They both have made stellar contributions to the show as we established. So love them yeah. both. Hope they, uh, you know, get back on the upper side rather than the lower side. Saturday, Saturday had games. Once again, we yeah. start out with the Kansas city chiefs going to Denver 28, 24, the Kansas city chiefs are the fifth team in NFL history to win 12 plus games in four straight seasons. And David is finally cleaning his room. Yes, it needs to be cleaned. It is filthy. You should see it. Thank God for this backdrop. Anyway, uh, I am sweeping because the Kansas City Chiefs have yet again swept their division rival. Yeah, I was having a chat with uh, my buddy Josh, resident Bronco fan of the Fucked Up Fantasy Football podcast. And uh, discussing the Fangio firing, Vic was the first guy to go on Black Monday. It wasn't even Black Monday. They got rid of him on Saturday or Sunday. They didn't even wait for Monday. So, too bad. I think it was a terrible firing in that sort of way. I still would have given him one more year. That guy hasn't had anybody to play with for three years. I mean, who's their marquee player? Von Miller? How good has Von Miller been for the last three years? Straight fucking downhill when he's been on the field. So, I mean... No quarterback. They've gone through how many in the last few years? A bajillion since Peyton. I thought that was one of two bad firings so far. Him and I wouldn't have fired Brian Flores. No, you definitely would have fired him if you hear what's coming out of Miami. Oh. Yeah. So this was not not a results-based firing for Robert Flores. This was based on him just tarnishing all of the relationships in Miami, basically. So um, doesn't have a good relationship with the general manager anymore. Um, You know, they've been through several different coaches in the Miami staff. They fired many people over the last three years alone in his tenure. So, um, yeah, it's just kind of a not so good uh, character. And for him, he was shown the door. I was really surprised when I first heard about it. And then... Uh, yeah, I was hearing, I think it was Jeff Darlington from ESPN this morning when I was on the way uh, into yeah. work. And yeah, he was saying, you know, this is not a, uh, nothing to do with results. Because clearly, you know, they did really well, especially on the end of the ha- end of the season. Uh, and yeah, also, in, season, we have a much better team than them. I mean. And I think also his, um, his relationship with Tua apparently is also very, it was already bad. And then, you know, it came out that, Robert Flores was actually the one who was pushing for Deshaun Watson. He was like the man behind that entire thing. So once Tua got into that, is uh, is apparently what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. There you go. Brian, not Robert. Yeah, sorry. Robert, Brian. Who's Robert Flores? There's a Robert Flores. Maybe that's the other ESPN reporter. I don't know. But anyway, the guy, yeah. Like, this is the first time that I fucked up on a first name on somebody in the National Football League. Like, really? This is, the, this is the one you're going to take me to task for? Dallas Cowboys 51. Fuck you, Mike. 26. I mean, Dak Prescott was clearly going for the record. There has to be an incentive uh, in his contract for that because I don't know why we were playing all of our starters for this game. Dak Prescott, 37 touchdown passes, surpasses Tony Romo. Fucking... Who gives a shit? You had one more game. Like, what's That's the right. fucking goddamn... All these records are ridiculous to me. I have a bunch of these stats because, but I mean, yeah, it frustrates me. I, I kind of want to point point that out. Um, yeah, all of these records. 
It's not just because I like <laughs> Romo a lot. It's fucking, it doesn't make any sense. This is a, I don't know. This week 18 stuff is bullshit. Like I was mentioning with you when we were talking, you know, what the fuck is the difference between week 18 with most of these teams and just, you know, week four of the preseason where the fucking second string players, third stringers are in anyway. You know, fuck, Corey Clement scored a touchdown for the Cowboys? Corey Clement. That is our third running back, folks. Like, yeah. It was nice to see him run it in Philly, though. That was cool. Oh. But I got I got nothing. I mean, we moved up one spot. We're going to be playing the San Francisco 49ers in a classic NFC. Fuck, fuck, I can't wait for that. I already messaged my buddy John. Fuck you, John. It, uh, this is, this is, I can't wait for this one. Woo, boy, I can't wait for this one. Good for you. Good for you. Guess what, David? Happy for you. Yeah, you should be because we're in the playoffs, bitch. And you have no GM, finally, and you really should have no coach. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck the Giants is right in the middle of my rant. Uh, you should not have a coach anymore. For anyone who just tuned into the podcast, Zoom just crashed on us here. So fuck you, David. Fuck the Giants. Get a new coach. For the love of God. Fire your... He... I'm not even going to wait I mean, for your game. Let I me mean, say this. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. The fucking clown show there. <laughs> Absolute right. clown show. Fucking clown show. Third and nine, and y'all are running quarterback sneaks over there. Congratulations, Joe Judge. Joe Judge, you're a fucking and, moron. And not once, but twice, honestly, David. Twice! If they think, if fucking the Maras think that you can just let the fucking GM retire, keep the coach, keep the rest of the scouts, keep the rest of the coaches, go to your offensive coordinator and just get it, and, like, we're tomorrow going to be competitive next year with our current roster and our current coaching and our current front office. You're stupid. At this point in time, the Giants need to clean house. Every scout fired. Fucking replace all of them. Literally get a new GM and have him build a front office from scratch with his people or her people, as the case may be, or their people, as the case may be. Would be great. Anyway, get a new coach, bring in brand new staff, uh, coaching staff. So, and just, just to establish. Just to establish real quick, real quick. Yes. Clearly, it was not Jason Garrett's fault, and he was a scapegoat. Yes, I don't think that's what I say. Yeah. Not Jason Garrett's fault. It's an overall organizational dysfunctionality at this point. And you got in the house with starting with the front office and this character staff. And over time, you can turn over the roster. You're not going to turn it over in one offseason. Like, yeah, it's not possible. You got a brand new roster, right? But you can start to start that process. And uh, with a new coach, new GM combination, I think it's going to be genuinely hard to get a really quality GM if they have to inherit Joe Judge. Because as of right now, like, yeah, it's a great organization in the sense that, like, it has some history to it. But... Right now, why would you really want to be the general manager of the New York Giants versus another organization that's going to have a general manager opening that doesn't have a coach come with it? So you look at the NFC North, you mentioned to me before the show, yeah, you know, you got a couple of teams in the Bears and the Vikings that fired both. I think that when you fire the GM, you kind of need to get a new coach too, like, I think that's the time and to hide them together so that they can start together and build a vision together. I don't know. That's my personal opinion. But that's why, that's my little rant there. Yeah, I mean, sometimes yes and sometimes no. I mean, I think it shows that if, you, if you're if you a GM coming into a situation with a coach, it shows that you can work with someone if you push that forward, right? But I can understand the same time of not trying to work that out, I guess. But there has to be situations where that, you know, works out fairly well. I would think. Was, was John? Well, okay, was John Lynch? That works out well. Sure, that works out well. Is if you're bringing 
you're coming into a situation where you have a coach that's been successful on a team, which Joe Judge has not in the last few years that he's been the coach now, right? So if, for example, you had the GM of the Steelers retire and they had to get a new GM, you wouldn't fire Mike Tomlin. That'd be stupid. The demand's been one of the most successful head coaches in the NFL. Um, just probably haven't really ever at this point, but uh, certainly in, during his you know generation, there's very few people who have been better than he has um, as a coach. And so that's a situation where yeah, you keep the coach, but in a situation where you got, you've given this guy a couple of years now and he hasn't done anything to really show growth or any potential with the team or any qualities that show he's going to be a head coach soon, a good, a good head coach soon. Uh, I don't see why we're sticking with him at this point. And I'm usually a fan of giving coaches a few more years than, we're giving, than I would give Joe Judge right now. I think you need about three or four at least to really see if the coach is good, see if a GM, uh, I mean, a uh, QB is good. Uh, see if a GM is good. We've given going four years and we let him retire, which also I don't really love. But I mean, hey, I guess we're not on the hook for whatever salary he might have had left. So that's probably better. Yeah. Gettleman should have been fired for cause. He's just an asshole. Yeah, uh, you yeah. do. I mean, it's, we're, we're so bad. Yeah. I got nothing to say about the Washington football team. So I'm just going to drop the score for that game now and then we'll move on to the other team. Washington football team 22. New York Giants, <laughs> seven. Washington is 2-0 versus the New York Giants in a season for the first time in a fucking decade. 2011 was the last time. So, yeah, you guys are trash. So bad. Green Bay Packers, 30. Detroit Lions, 37. Devonta Adams surpassed Jordy Nelson, 1,553 receiving yards for the most receiving yards in a season in Green Bay. So I'm going because it's meaningless. I mean, yes, that's that's cool, but you know, Devonta Adams is definitely a pretty special dude, pretty good receiver. So well, I'm not that he's not. I'm not, I'm not saying yawn to Devonta Adams. I'm saying yawn to him. Passing Jordan Nelson the same way I would yawn at Jack Prescott passing Tony Romo, and the these records now are just being broken or kind of meaningless. Like it's like okay, like you had one more game. Like okay, same way yawn at T.J. Watt tying Michael Strahan. Like he had one yeah. more game. Like yeah. so, you didn't really like. Well, T.J. If- Watt was injured though. He missed three games, two or three. He did. JJ Watt definitely missed a few games this year. I have to double check how many, but I know he missed a couple. I'm sure of that. That's a fair point. So if you talk about on a per game basis, he actually made a very busty. TJ Watt might be the only unfair comparison in the record ones. Yeah. The rest of them, I think we might be okay on though. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but besides maybe that one is the exception. Uh, I'll give you that one. Uh, I think that most of them are meaningless. I agree. Totally agree. Indianapolis Colts 11, Jacksonville Jaguars 26, Indianapolis. Hey, Harold! Indianapolis has lost seven straight road games versus Jacksonville. That's probably what he heard, that they lost six in a row, and he was like, money, money, money! And, hey, Drew, uh, how about that uh, Indianapolis offensive line that you were trying to tell me? It was so fucking good. Uh, It was good, but it wasn't. They're not even that good. They're not even that good. They're completely overrated. They're eighth in the run, and they're 22nd, I believe, in passing protection. It's, it's Jekyll or Hyde with them. They're not a good lineup. The, the mean average on that is still not even in the top 10. So that's not a good line to me. Yeah, well, I think they, people think they have a good offensive line because they have one really, really amazing offensive lineman. And I think maybe the rest of them are overrated. Yeah, I think they had a couple over there. I know Quentin Nelson, is it? Nelson some? Yeah, Quint, yeah, yeah, Quentin Nelson is the one that's really fucking good. Yeah. Um, I thought like, they had someone else, though. I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but I thought that they had another, like, eight 
quote unquote A lister type of deal over there. Can't remember. Yeah, yeah. And I'm too lazy to look it up. Chicago Bears 17, Minnesota Vikings 31. The coachless and GMless matchup of the week. Minnesota has won the three of the last four games versus the Chicago Bears. Like, that means anything. You got anything for this game? I got nothing for this game. Fuck both these teams. Good luck in the future. You got a lot to rebuild. I can't wait for the garbage bum to go away. I'm sure Drew will echo the same. Um, Mooney was the best player on my opponent's team this week. He had a good game. By the Andy Dalton-led Chicago Bears. The Red Rifle coming back for another cameo appearance. Tennessee Titans 28, Houston Texans 25. Hey, guess what, David Silverberg? The bad Tennessee Titans have clinched number one seed and home field advantage in the AFC. I honestly still think they might lose like the first round of the when they play like in the division round. Depending on who they have to play, I mean, if like all the home teams win, right? They would be playing who? Who's the fourth seed in the AFC? The Cincinnati Bengals. If they win this week, they have a tough matchup. Blue Bengals facing again? The currently hot, on fire, Las Vegas Raiders. I'm not convinced that the Bengals will lose that. I think Bengals probably will win as long as Jabbar is healthy. That's the caveat. And... If Jabbar is healthy, I think Bengals could absolutely beat the Titans. Interesting. Interesting. Just to lose the Bills or Chiefs. <laughs> so, then who's winning the AFC then? If it's not going to be the Titans, who is your dog in the AFC? Because I think that you have this like unconscious bias towards the AFC. You constantly shit talk the AFC hardcore, all these teams and the actual good teams you have zero fucking respect for. The only team that you have respect for in the AFC are the Cincinnati Bengals and they're the fourth ranked team. There's four teams in there. I think the Chiefs should get to the Super Bowl again. Yeah? Yeah. I think it's going to be them. I think they're really good when they want to be. And I just think they're better than the other teams. Even though the Titans are obviously the ones in the Chiefs seed, uh, I think the Chiefs are just a better team than them. I mean, they at least should be there on paper, at least. I know that doesn't necessarily translate to the fields, and it usually doesn't, but they should be better than the Titans. They should be. So I feel like I know they have the same record anyway. Isn't it just a tiebreaker issue? Yeah. Yeah, so it's not like the time that like I was a better team record wise even like this, you know, got the tiebreaker. Yeah, and... but the Chiefs needed to go on fire to get there though. Tennessee has been completely consistent the entire time. The only difference on Tennessee is they lost Henry and they've scored thirty percent less points. However, they're still fucking rolling on fools. So Except for the Jets. Yeah, but the Jets have fucking beat just all of a sudden good teams a couple of times this year. So we can't, uh, I understand that, but if the Jets didn't do that more than once this year, then I would entertain that a little bit more. But the Jets have fucking shown up to play at the weirdest times this year. And that was, I think, that was one of I them. I think the AFC championship game is going to be Chiefs Bengals. And I think that the Chiefs will win at home over the Bengals in the AC Championship game, and will go to the Super Bowl, and might win the Super Bowl very well, depending on who they're facing. Yeah, NFC, I mean, I'm not going to say that the NFC team, whoever that comes from the NFC team, is automatically going to beat the Chiefs. Like, that's not safe at all. The Chiefs are dangerous when they want to be. Yeah, when they want to be. 
And I mean, you know, neither of them like neither of us like him from his previous uh, time as a head coach. But Andy Reid's a good fucking head coach. That's what he's doing. Yeah, I think he's 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 good. He's definitely one of the better ones. Yeah, he's one of yeah. the better ones. Yeah. Oh, sort of like the older generation of head coaches. Like you know, uh, he's he's one of those guys who knows what to do and somehow can still relate to the younger players. Which I think it's hard to do. At, you know, one of the as one of the older guys in the league at this point. Yeah, some of them are having trouble for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, it's interesting to note uh, right now, currently, uh, I can get pretty, I can get nine to one odds that Tennessee will win the Super Bowl. So, I mean, I'm willing to put money on that. I mean, the Cincinnati Bungle, Bungles are 19 to one. That's actually even a really good bet, too. It's a little bit more than the Chiefs. Uh, 5.5 to one. And that's a lot of the, the Titans. Uh, the Chiefs have better odds than the Titans, or I'm um, like lower odds, basically. I mean, the Higher Bills, the, Bills yeah. have better odds as well at eight at eight and a half times eight and a half to one. So that's interesting. Yeah, the Bills and the Bucks are tied at eight and a half to one. Tennessee at nine. Uh, LA Rams nine and a half. Cowboys at thirteen. The Patriots at twenty one, which actually I think is an interesting play if you have five bucks laying around. Your third favorite team in the National Football Conference has 23 to 1. And the San Francisco 49ers are 26. The other three teams, not even going there because they're above 50. So if you want to, you know, prayer on the Raiders, the Eagles, or the Steelers, power to you. But I'm not even entertaining those three. You could even go as to deep as even, you know, Green Bay Packers to beat the Tennessee Titans at 19 to 1. I'd, I'd be putting money on that one, to be honest. I think there's a higher chance of Green Bay beating Tennessee in the Super Bowl than the Cincinnati Bengals even getting there. No, I could easily see it being Green Bay Chiefs. That'd be a fun matchup. I would love that. Yeah, Green Bay to beat the Chiefs 13 to 1. Uh, Chiefs to beat Green Bay 14 to 1. Close odds, yeah. Very close. You gotta think that'd probably be a pick 'em, pretty much, if that actually was the uh, Super Bowl. Like once it like was confirmed that they won their respective conference championship matchups. Yeah, it's it's they're pretty even. Packers are four point seven five, and Kansas City Chiefs are five point five. If you want outright, so yeah, it's pretty close. Steelers sixteen, Baltimore Ravens thirteen. Wow. The the magic in the air. Big Ben making the playoffs in his line. The Steelers are in the playoffs. Can we talk about that? The Steelers are yeah. in the playoffs. Playoffs? Harold called it. Fuck you, Harold. See, I'm telling you, celebrity prognosticator. We're giving him four games next year, every week. He'll be the quad pickums. We got him. Brutal. Like, just brutal. I... I I'm stunned. I really thought the Ravens would have enough to beat the Steelers. I didn't think the Steelers were going to be able to come back uh, and turn it around. That was a pretty, a lot of, like, emotion for Big Ben's last game and all that shit. I didn't think they were going to be able to get up for this one. But, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, Big Ben is... uh... A uh, legend, and obviously wilt his team to victory. And they are going to win the Super Bowl because of his genius quarterbacking ability. <laughs> Just kidding. No, they're going to obviously lose in the first round. But um, what happens? Hey, great run. What happens if they win? I'm just throwing that out there. What happens if they win? I mean, they're facing the Chiefs, right? Yes. Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill are going 
to physically run past TJ on that defense. They're the mi- minus 12 and a half right now. Minus 12 and a half. If I made you bet right now, would you take minus 12 and a half Chiefs over the Steelers? Oh, yeah, absolutely take that. It's probably going to go lower because there's going to be more people that are going to put money on it. It's probably going to go lower, I would think. Good. In the next couple of days, maybe I could see that going down maybe 10 and a half. However, it could go up to 14 and a half. I could also see that swing. So Possible. I'll take any of those spreads. Really, eh? I think Chiefs are going to slaughter these Steelers. Not even close. I think Bills will be Patriots. Um, I'm not sure what the spread will be and which one I'll take on the spread. Minus four for the Bills right now. Yeah. Well, we could all discuss lots of players anyway. I know. But. It's just it's interesting to see where the lines are now and where they move to, though. That's always the fun yeah, part of this shit. Yeah. Cincinnati Bengals 16. Cleveland Browns 21. Yep. I mean, Bengals didn't play their starters, though. Yeah. So. That's, the, that's why this one is only uh, score-related. And uh, we're moving on by. Because the yeah. afternoon games were fucking banging. The San Francisco 49ers. Shanahan. Like. Shanahan Look. McVeigh, you're Shanahan's bitch. Like, however you want to fucking put it, you have not been able to defeat him no matter what. Even when you're down 14 fucking points with, like, how many minutes left? You fucking suck, man. I don't know what it is, but you cannot beat Kyle Shanahan. It's, un- like, unfucking unbelievable I'm just going to pull your stat, but uh, it's the first time McVay's lost while being up uh, at halftime. Of course, because Shanahan owns that bitch. Owns him. Never is lost. Never lost to McVay. That was my stat from last fucking last week. Yeah. Yeah. But that's number one. This one, I just had the 49ers clinch a playoff berth because I think that's a big enough stat for this game for anything because the 49ers, I mean, if you want to talk about teams who shouldn't be in the playoffs that have a strange identity, it is the San Francisco 49ers, man. Your, your concerns about Tennessee or what the 49ers are like, who the fuck are the 49ers and how, how did the 49ers win 10 games this year? Honestly, well, I think the 49ers are closer to the Raiders, which is like how the Raiders make the playoffs either. Like they don't have a coach. Yeah, but I mean, I've talked about them a few times though, man. They've, especially in the last month, they fucking, they've been rolling. They've just been rolling. <clears throat> yeah, but why? I mean, they're not that great, are they? Well, maybe it's just still, again, a further reflection of what you've spoken about before. And it, you know, got lost probably because of the fucking, you know, all the bullshit that was happening with John Gruden. But John Gruden was just that bad of a coach with this generation's type of players. There is a certain set of, like, notice how I didn't say John Gruden's a bad coach. I don't think he's a bad coach. I don't think I've ever said that. And it's because I think he is a good coach. Not now, but you can't take away what... They fucking traded for him, man. What other head coach has been traded for? Who? Were you even old enough to remember that? Like, they literally traded for Gruden. Like, they traded for Gruden. I don't know how else to say that to anybody else that, like, missed that, you know? Everyone sits there trying to get fantasy football trades. What happens? Like, it's equivalent of like trading for a defense. I don't even, you know what I mean? Like, it just does not fucking happen. So, mm-hmm. there's clearly value for the guy, and he did. He won a Super Bowl. So, there's, you know, winning a Super Bowl is a hard task. Doesn't matter if you've only done it once, one and done. Getting there and doing it is, I liken it, you know, I liken it to like a Mount Everest type of thing. There's, there's yeah. not that many people who've done it. You know, never mind just getting to the NFL where you have how many teams of certain amount of players, right? It's the same as the coaches. You only have 30 coaches, right? 32 coaches, head coaches, right? Nobody else, just head coaches, right? Same thing with quarterbacks. Like, it's a very unique position. So, if you get there, that's pretty fucking cool. But on the secondary side, I mean, if you're able to win a Super Bowl, the list is even smaller. So... There has to be credit where his credit due as far as like coaching is concerned, but 
clearly with the newer generation, nobody likes that sort of shit. Uh, point in case also, Urban Meyer. He coaches like all the old guys did. Well, look mm-hmm. how that is doing for him. So I think there's like a common pattern with that behavior. And when you're a dickhead, your players are just not going to play for you. That just is the way it is, you know? Having a dickhead coach sometimes, I just know it. Sometimes we just don't get up to play for it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it, uh, I think that's truly, really is. The Raiders do have some pretty good talent. Their wide receivers are shit for sure. But, man, Derek Carr just, you know, wow. That dude can throw some darts when he wants to throw some darts. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's my that's my takes on the Raiders. Yeah. Carolina Panthers 17, Tampa Bay Buccaneers 41, Tampa Bay 13 wins in a season for the first time. That's right. The first time in franchise (laughs) history, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have never won 13 games. Even with all the uh, knob goblin I just did for John Gruden, uh, he didn't even win 13 games for them. So I know we have our extra game, but yeah, 13, it's a good number. It's a good number. Yeah, I think the NFC is more competitive uh, than the AFC in terms of the playoffs. Like, I think there's a lot of really good teams in the NFC that could make the Super Bowl. I think there are maybe two or three in the AFC. Yeah, the NFC is fucking stacked this year. Stacked. It's so good. It's so good. It's clearly a better conference. And that's, I mean, being biased, I think that's just the fact of the matter. I think. And it'll be controversial, sure. But I think that if you replace the Cowboys with the Chiefs over in the AFC, Cowboys go Super Bowl. I honestly don't even see anybody in the AFC who could even come yeah. close. Like that, that, that's probably fair. Say honestly, there's a few NFC, NFC teams you do that with. Honestly, you take the Chiefs out of the AFC and put any of the contenders from the NFC there, and then see teams would dominate. Of course, NFC. not the Eagles. Fuck you, Mike. Oh, yeah. Fuck the Eagles. Yeah. Absolutely fuck, fuck the Eagles. I mean them. Yeah. Or the 49ers, or the 49ers that matter. Yeah, I don't think they'd be able to do it either. Yeah, top five, I think you'd move over there. Anything. But, yeah, I think it's a fair point for sure. Uh, it's definitely an interesting... And, I mean, maybe it might be more competitive in that way because it's such a fucking crapshoot over in the AFC. Like, who knows who's going to win? 12 and a half yeah. in a playoff game is a ton of fucking points. It doesn't matter yeah. how bad the Steelers are. That's a, that's a ton. No. Um, Right. Seattle Seahawks 38, Arizona Cardinals 30. Arizona has lost four of the last five games, and they started the season 10-2. and two. Your third favorite team's not doing too well, and they fucking choked, team. choked this I, one. I'm, listen, listen, listen. I'm happy the Seahawks won because Brooks, that makes Brooks happy. I'm happy and Brooks happy. Good friend of mine. So congratulations, Brooks, and congratulations all of Seattle and Vancouver. Uh, <laughs> the Seattle victory. Oh man, I wish my zoom crashed right there and I couldn't fucking recover it, you son of a bitch. New England <laughs> Patriots 24, Miami Dolphins 33, Robert Flor no, see what I did there. Waddle yeah, I'm going through this one. Waddle surpasses Bolden for the most oh, reception among rookies in NFL history. Three more. So Waddle definitely missed time. So Shabam. Good job, Waddle. I like his penguin dance. This is my favorite dance for sure. By a mile. Fuck you, Justin Jefferson. I'm so glad your team didn't make the playoffs. I don't have to see your stupid ass doing your stupid dance in the stupid end zone because you're an idiot. Fuck, I hate you, Justin Jefferson. Oh, fuck him. You done? New Orleans Saints 30. Atlanta Falcons. Do you have anything to, anything to say about the Patriots? Dolphins? Do you, do you, do you want to go down there? Anything? It was pretty funny in the end when they tried to do that, like, play, and the Dolphins just sort of in the end zone immediately, like. Yes. True. Truth. Yeah, I, I mean, come on. That's the one thing. We can, no matter what happens in our lives, David Silverberg, the one thing that we can completely forget about is all of those problems when we see a score when the Patriots lose. I mean, and also to the Dolphins. I mean, yes, you know, Brooke. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, 
when the Patriots are expected to win and they lose, I don't know what it is, but it's fucking great. It's almost better when the Cowboys win. Almost. But not quite. Norland Saints 30. Getting touchy with this mute over here. Norland Saints 30. Atlanta Fail Clowns 20. Norland has won four of the last five games versus the Atlanta Fail Clowns. Hmm. Is Matt Ryan going to finally fucking retire? That'll be interesting. He's not that old, I feel like. I mean, he's been in the league for a while, but he's not, like, crazy old. He's, what, like, 35, 36, something like that, which is, like, you know, 34 maybe even. 36 years old. So, just to give you, like, an idea, the reason why I'm trying to look this shit up, he was taken in the same draft class as Joe Flacco. Yep. Chad Henney. Brian Brom. Holy Mm. Fuck, that is a blast from the past right there. This is my favorite one by a mile. 2009 or 2008. Eight. Someone was Eight. 2008. Eight. This is my favorite one of all time. Get ready, kids. Maturity is about to fucking go up to 11 here, so get ready. John David Booty from USC. I remember watching yeah, that. You know who else was in that draft? Sean Jackson. Oh, God, yeah. Darren McFadden was in that draft. See, you know, I remember, you know, I remember some of these names if that draft because I got there was the head coach game. Remember the old EA uh, head coach game? It was only out once or twice, I think. I got that. I was really into it, and I got that year specifically. So I did that specific draft multiple times. That's hilarious, actually. Yeah, I saw that game actually for PS3. That's funny. Dominique Rogers, Cromarty. Uh, yeah, but he was in that draft, correct? Akib Talib. Yeah, he probably would have been. In the draft, actually, some really good players. Yeah, that's a solid. That's a solid draft class, right in there for sure. Um, yeah, some, Bra- some real gems that you, they didn't expect to be gems when you drafted them. Jordy Nelson, yeah, draft Jordan class. Nelson Ooh, here's one. Oh, I like this one. This guy was a fantasy football fucking fiend for like two weeks, three weeks. Eddie Royal, the Denver Broncos. That guy was fucking flying for the Broncos. I remember that shit. Oh, yeah, Calais Campbell. Fuck Ray Rice. Look at that. Rest in peace, Ray. And a boy. Holy. I mean, Jamal Jamal Charles was a fucking. This is the criminals draft class. I got you. The felons of 2008. A cliff, a cliff, Averill. Ooh, man, this is a good one. This is actually a really good draft class. Tyron Branch, Tyvon Branch. Sorry, I know a lot of people don't know him, but shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like that? Fucking rights, brother. I got you, dude. That guy was nasty. Fucking straight nasty. I liked him a lot. So, yeah. Shout out to shout out to. If anyone doesn't know, that's a you, Connor, right there. That's why David and I just got super duper excited. Um, Yeah. Anyway, the rest of them pretty much suck, to be honest with you. But, ooh, Tashard Choice. Woohoo! That's another name for the bat. Okay, Jesus Christ. We're never going to get done this goddamn episode. <laughs> New York Jets. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. 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 10. The Buffalo Bills, 27. The Bills clinched the AFC East. Louis <laughs> said that. That was great. <laughs> Diamond wise. <laughs> I am amazed that Buffalo Bills still have a quarterback. I am. I mean, Singletary actually had a couple of good runs, but man, they just they just got nothing over there. The only team they're running against is the Jets. That's not good. It's not good going into the playoffs. The Bills <laughs> have to be the worst team in the top four of that playoff bracket. They have to be the worst team on all of them. That's true. It's, it's, I mean, it's either Titans, Chiefs, or the Bungles, and I definitely know you're not picking the Bungles or the Chiefs, so unless you truly think that the Bills are worse than the Titans, and then I think you might have lost a couple, but, I mean, who do you think who do you think's better, the Bills or the Titans? The Bills and Titans had to face each other. On neutral field or in the, 
Bills Stadium, I think I would pick the Bills, but in Titan Stadium, I would take the Titans. Oh, really? I always like to do those matchups at, at a neutral site. Then I'm going to say Bills. Wow. Okay. Titans. And just so you know, because I know you're unfamiliar with the spreads, generally, a home team's always going to get three points. Yeah. So, you're already giving them three, so it's like... You think that they're going to win by like five or six, basically, plus. Yeah, I think they would win by a touchdown, at least. Okay. See, again, I so just got... I'm trying to... It is a 10-point game. If it was more than the 10-point spread, I would not be comfortable with that. If it was more than like a 6.5 spread, I would not be comfortable with that, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, me too. If it was anything, anything 6.5 or lower as a spread, I would take that spread. Yeah, you're going to see here once we do our little pick playoff thingies here. It's my I get pretty nervous uh, with the large spreads, so you're pretty nervous. The game possibly of the week. Honestly, you need to go back and watch this. I will. I will figure out a login for my. If you need to figure out how to watch, we got it. You got to watch this game is nuts. the The second half slash uh, overtime is nuts. San Diego Superchargers thirty two. The Las Vegas Raiders. God, it still doesn't feel right, man. Yeah. Out of all the ones I'm surprised that I haven't fucked up on that much, it's saying Oakland. Like, that's the one. Las Vegas Raiders, 35-32. Raiders clinch a playoff berth. What? Wow. I Honestly, you need to watch this shit. The second half was bananas. Yeah, I mean, could you even have imagined, like, a month or two ago that the Raiders were going to make the playoffs? No, absolutely not. No, fuck no. Playoffs? No. Playoffs? Yeah, no, I, I absolutely not. I mean... Yeah, like, I understand your, like, underestimation of them for sure, right? That was just in the place that they were in. You know, no head coach. Uh, the Raiders are already what we think are the Raiders. But, I mean, that's the same thing that's clouding our judgment with the fucking Cowboys all the time. Cowboys, it's the same fucking shit, man. They got to... That was what I was thinking about in the drive today. I was like, man, like, for the amount of shit that we give Dak Prescott, I mean, he's actually pretty fucking good. You know, like the dude has has been a beast. So, yeah. you know, by any any measure, if you go and measure a quarterback's performance, like he's he's scoring very high in all of those metrics. You know, so yeah, it uh, it's it's it, I know that the Raiders get shit on because of the Raiders. I think that's also might be a thing because I do the same thing, brother, for sure. But yeah. this phenomenal game. If anybody has not seen this. At least the fourth quarter in overtime, like you need to watch it in its entirety. It's just fucking mental. No. David Silverberg, the playoffs are set. They are. Yeah. I uh, any any surprises at all for you in there? No, uh, I think the Steelers probably the biggest surprise. I think I saw a stat they had like a ten percent chance to make the playoffs entering this past week. Based on the scenarios, so like the fact that they made the playoffs, I think was the biggest surprise. This is the Steelers, uh, you said. The Steelers, yeah. yeah. I th- I I think the fact that it was not like the Colts, like the Colts and the Jaguars, that that I think to me was like the most fucked up thing that happened this past week. Because if the Colts beat the Jaguars, Steelers would not be in. Yeah. And that that was the biggest game that really got the Steelers in more than anything um, this past week specifically. So. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty crazy. I agree. Pretty fucked up. It's been fucked up for sure. Congratulations again. Thank you. Fantasy Football Championship. Over to David Silverfuck, everybody. Yes. Uh, I famously have fizzled out weeks ago. You know, I was hoping for a triple crown championship this year, but one is enough. And it was one that matters. It was the one that was for money. So That's really all that matters in that sort of way. Yeah, really is. Really is. Schedule wise, there's no more fantasy football. Everybody, that that's it. You all have no more championships. We're into the playoffs. Congratulations uh, if you won your championships. Um, if you somehow won your championship with uh, David's advice or my advice, I don't know how on fucking earth that you would have. 
Um, but seriously, congratulations to you because you probably overcame more things um, than even the Baltimore Ravens running back situations. I mean, we were just giving out duds. We were throwing out torn Achilles everywhere <laughs> all season long. So if you somehow won your fantasy championship with us, I mean, again, great fucking job uh, for sure. And yeah, I just wanted to say a thank you to everybody. We're going to do a wrap episode for sure. Uh, and get all that sort of stuff covered. But I definitely wanted to say thank you to everybody for the support so far. Uh, it's been a fucking blast. Uh, every time I see the numbers go up, uh, super thrilled. I'm going to tell you something live that I haven't told anybody yet. Because while I was waiting for you, uh, I was just taking a look at a few random things. And I have something to tell you. We cracked the top 150 in America for fantasy football podcasts. Congratulations, Woo! dude. Silverberry. Yes, sir. Yeah, we hit 149. We eked into the top 150 this week. We have placed in the charts in the United States of America. How wow. about that? I actually fucking just, it was, yeah. Super cool to open up that. Uh, I got a, a weekly report of our, where we are in the charts. And, uh, yeah, Canada, we're still humming along. Much love to you all there. But uh, America, shout out. Uh, yeah, you guys, uh, I think I made fun of you all for not listening to us too much. But you uh, seem to have heeded the call uh, and have brought the charts with you. So, yeah, really do appreciate it. America, fuck yeah. <laughs> Touche, sir. Touche. Uh, so USA, USA, USA. With that, we're not going to have two shows a week anymore, everybody. Uh, we're going to be definitely cutting it down to one a week. We'll go through the playoff games, and then uh, that, that'll be it. The next time you'll hear from us, uh, I'm, I'm actually really excited about that one because that one is probably going to be a pre-draft special uh, for the National Football League. I am really excited to do that episode with David Silverberg. Big, like, just ridiculously excited. And I will reveal that all to you in due time. Don't worry. But, uh, yeah, I am way too excited for a draft episode than I'm probably ever going to be. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be fucking, yeah, really excited to do that show with you, David Silverberg. So, Maybe at the end, at the end in our last wrap up, I'll reveal that big surprise. But yeah, I'm really mm -hmm. excited for sure. So that'll be cool. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's how we're gonna roll for the next little bit here, just to kind of keep everybody posted. And uh, yeah, again, really appreciate the support, everybody. Yep. And uh, my teams have four of the top ten picks, so I got that going for me. Oh yeah, that's we're good. really gonna get that's, into it for you. That's good news. It's a it's a fairly like mediocre draft class to be fair. It's a lot of like defensive yeah. ends going and shit. It's kind of you know it'll be interesting, yeah. but Giants and Jets need everything. Yeah, right. So, but I think there'll be there'll be more value in that draft episode than just draft advice and feedback, of course. So again, super stoked for that. Well, Mr. Silverberg. Well, Mr. Roussel. Thank you. I think uh, I think it's been a pretty successful year for this podcast so far. It's been, good. it's been great. A lot of fun time. Yeah. And the fact that you all listen to us and also have a good time is just even better. Right? Yeah. It uh, it's pretty cool. I and imagine if we actually share the link out with people next year <laughs> that's what I sincerely I hear like twice yeah like that's what I sincerely love about everybody that's you know found us so far listening to us like we've literally collectively we I don't think we've shared this link more than five times to like anybody outside of just like a really close friend group so 
Um, yeah, that's been just really cool. So, yeah, again, I uh, really appreciate it, everybody, because, yeah, we, we have a ton of fun doing this. I mean, I do, that's for sure. Football's great, and uh, especially for, for weeks like yesterday. Holy God. Like, that's why we watched football was last week, you know? Yeah. Like, it was, that was just unbelievable. So, yeah. Who do you think, uh, cold call here for cold call, right? You ready to go? Ready to go? Who's like, right now, if you had to put money on it, who's your Super Bowl pick right now? Who are you taking? I'm taking the Tennessee Titans. Yeah? Yep. I'm taking the Tennessee Titans because they're going to win a Super Bowl championship this year. I think that, again, as I've mentioned before, they have a strong identity. They stick to it. And one of the other things that I've mentioned in this episode just a few minutes ago, I mean... Man, do the Tennessee Titans want to play for Mike Vrabel. They fucking love that guy. He's a great coach. They get up to play for them. So, barring any craziness, I really do believe the Tennessee Titans are going to be our Super Bowl champions this year. Despite me not liking him for political, personal reasons, I'm going to say, Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay Packers. I'm going to take it over the Chiefs. I like that. It, it's probably going to be a Packers. A second. It's probably going to be Packers, Titans, or Chiefs, Packers, you know. But, um, you know. Yeah, I think Packers are just good. They're getting the bar. They're getting home for advantage. It's hard to play in Green Bay at this time of year. Uh, they, they, That's a big advantage for them. I mean, I don't think you can, you know, discount that really. I want so, I want both of these on the board. Tennessee Titans. Three okay, of them. I'm on the board. Three of them. Tennessee Titans, AFC champions and Super Bowl champions, NFC champions. Dallas Cowboys given to me. Put it on the board. We are going to pull some Cinderella ass shit. Get ready for it. Brady isn't going to be able to stop us. Rodgers isn't going to be able to stop us. No one's going to be able to stop. It's coming, kids. Okay, so I hope you're ready you for are it. saying Cowboys. Get ready for it. The champs. You're saying Titans. Where did the fucking Los Angeles Rams vaunted defense go against the San Francisco 49ers yesterday? Gone. Buccaneers defense? Gone. Arizona Cardinals, your third favorite team in the National Football League? Gone. Philadelphia Eagles? Not even making it past the first week. And guess what, Rogers? Hey, Rogers, guess what? You don't have Gene Steratore to save your ass, bitch. You don't have Gene Steratore to take away my fucking touchdowns. CD Lamb in the end zone, ruining Green Bay's day, and we're going to the Super Bowl. Suck it, Rogers. And fuck you, Mike. Because I know as soon as he hears this, Mike's going to call me. And he's going to go, you don't really think the Cowboys are going to be in the Super Bowl, do you? And I'm going to go, yeah, Mike, I do. Fuck you, Mike. Go Cowboys. Yeah, I'm so I'm taking Chiefs AFC champions, Packers NFC champions, Packers NFL champions. I think that's the safe bet. And you're taking Cowboys NFC, Times AFC, Times NFL. You know how I know that's a safe bet? Because both of those are favorites. Taking the same. Yeah. Beautiful. I got that out of you. Put you on the spot. All right, it's on the work, dude. Looked like I hurt your brain with you thinking really hard for that, though. You were really. I was trying to decide which team from this year I like. I like all. Except for, you know, the Eagles, obviously, fucking Mike, and the 49ers, but like. Top five are all really fucking good. The Cardinals are not good right now. They're not good. Not good right now, no. I think they might lose the first round. And I mean, honestly, the Rams are the Rams and the Rams are on a downturn for sure. I mean, again, they don't. 
The Rams don't even have anyone that's injured, okay? Let's put that caveat in there. But yeah. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who in the, who's going to catch a ball in Tampa Bay for the playoffs for them? Evans yeah. hobbled off again. Who is yeah. honestly going to catch the ball for them? That's just my thing. Oh, Spike. Oh, God. I think, honestly, I think that might be the upset of the week over there. Like, I mean, I could see the Bucks going out. I really could. Like, I, I feel like the Eagles, you know, or whatever. But, I mean, honestly, like, the who are the Buccaneers going to play? Like, legitimately, they've got nobody left. So, I don't know. I got to end this record. We don't, I don't even, this is going to be a fucking murderous edit. It's going to be great. Yeah, all right. I enjoy it. You asked a question after the theme song ended. Yeah, well, you know, football's amazing. What am I going to do? Peace. Bye.